All right, good morning. This is Quintus Curtius here. It's January 13th, 2024, and I think this is the first uh, podcast of the new year. I'm not sure. I think it is. But in any way, in any case, this podcast is going to, going to be about living up to expectations of others, dealing with and living up to expectations of others. And the idea for the podcast came from a message uh, I received from a follower here on Twitter. And I'll read it to you and then we'll make some comments here. So he basically says, um, he says, I've been, I've been thinking a lot lately about how much we've lost from the elder generations or even much from older times. Uh, I talk a lot with my father-in-law and he's in his late 70s. He's a great guy, but I don't think he really can grasp how bad it is out there for younger people. And he says, he says that his wife and he are doing better than most of their peers, but he feels like he's running as fast as he can, and yet he's never getting ahead. He's always stuck in the same spot. He says, uh, I bought land and built my home in 2020 and subsequently built a home for my parents who are financially unable to take care of themselves in old age. Uh, and he keeps some animals. He's got some animal husbandry action going on here. He's got some... Uh, domesticated animals. Uh, it looks like he's experienced in carpentry. He builds homes, patios, barns, self-employed guy. And he owns his own vehicles. He's got one credit card, some student loan debt. Uh, but he, his point is he feels like no matter how much money he makes, uh, it's, he says, uh, it's never up to par with the expectations of my in-laws. Um, and he thinks the, this tension between he and his in-laws may be because of this generational gap. And um, uh, this kind of bothers him. You know, he, he seems to think that they believe that he's slacking. And it's very hard to kind of have this dialogue. So, so the gist of what this guy is saying is, is that he's self-employed. He's working his ass off. He feels like he can never quite get ahead. He and his wife are um, kind of, you know, they, they, they've got financial concerns, some financial concerns, and they're, they're supporting their in-laws. Like he built, he built a, um, you know, he built a home for his in-laws on his property, and I guess he just feels like he's not getting the full level of appreciation. Look, this is a big problem. This, you know, when I was reading this, I can relate to this guy because, you know, in my my law practice, I deal with couples, families, individuals all the time. And very often this type of thing comes up. You've got older generations who basically will say, hey, well, why can't you just do this? Why can't you just do that? Why can't you just get do this, do that? And they don't seem to understand. They don't seem to grasp that the world of America today is not like what it was in 1980 or 1975, or even 1995, or even 2005. Things have drastically changed, and they've changed, frankly, for the worse when it comes to families or for anyone trying to make it, trying to survive out there. Things are just infinitely harder now than they used to be, especially if you're self-employed. It's not like it was. And it can be very, very frustrating to have these conversations with people in older generations. I guess he's you know, dealing with some folks who are 76. So there's the, the, clearly, you know, this is the boomer generation. And, and, you know, some of them get it. Some of them sort of get it. Uh, some of them don't get it. Um, 
And even the ones that do get it, it's never really going to grasp. I mean, they're never really going to be able to grasp what it's like to be in the shoes of someone of a different generation. And look, we all, to some extent, we all do that. I mean, I'm a Gen X guy, I guess, is I think the category that I fit into. I'm 55. And I think I'm pretty, I, I try to make an effort to stay current and aware of the popular trends and the culture. I, I follow popular culture. I read the news. I've made an effort. I've made a conscious effort to keep up with uh, and, and interact with people that are much younger than I am and older than I am. But even even I, I mean, I can never fully, I, I, I'll make no pretense of understanding completely what it's like to be a Zoomer, okay, a Gen Z. I feel like I'm better than most of my peers, uh, maybe all of my peers, but still, you're never, it's never going to quite be the same. No one is ever really going to know what it's like to walk in your shoes, except people that came from your uh, specific background and your generation. And that's just, that's just the way it's always been. So some of that is, some of that is to be expected. But one of the things I didn't like though, about this guy's email that he sent to me, um, he said, no matter how nice we build our place up, it's never up to par with the expectations of my in-laws. Okay, this, okay, not understanding another generation is one thing, but if someone is disrespecting you, if someone is not giving you the credit that you deserve when you're the one that's building the house, you're the one that's paying the bills, you're the one that's doing the heavy lifting, if there is not that basic level of respect there, then there's a problem. Okay, misunderstandings between generations can be chalked up to the normal flow of generational life. But if somebody is carping at you for, hey, how come you're not doing this? How come when I was your age, I had this, that and the other thing? You know, it, it, you know, if someone is making an effort and someone is performing and yet circumstances are just much different now, then you can't fault that person for that. You know, it's a. I understand it's a fine line distinction to walk. Um, it's a. You know, there, there's there's a there, there's a big difference between being a slacker and being subject to external forces beyond your control. I get that. I understand that. But there should always be respect. And I think really the subtext of this email. And when again, whenever somebody sends me an email or a message, I always read what the words say, but then I ask myself, what is the subtext to this? What is the person really saying? Because very often people do not come out and just openly say what they really mean. You have to read between the lines. And I think what's really bothering this gentleman, this young man is a couple things. Number one, he feels like he's working his ass off not getting ahead. Okay. And number two, he feels like his efforts are not being respected and his efforts are not really being recognized by the people that he's gone out of his way to support. And there's a problem. There's a problem there. And what I would say to this gentleman is, is number one, you know, what do you think about you? It doesn't matter what other people think. It doesn't matter what your in-laws think. Your in-laws are never going to be satisfied. That's why they're called in-laws. No matter what you do, you could be Neil Armstrong landing on the moon and your in-laws are not going to be satisfied with that. 
because you're never going to be good enough for their girl. And that's the way things just are. Okay, but even though that tension's always going to be there, there should be respect. If you're the one that built their house and you're the one that's supporting them, they have no right to carpet you and get on you. And you have to try to express, conduct yourself in a way that you are dignified, but yet at the same time, you communicate that you're not going to be messed with. You don't allow anybody to disrespect you, especially on your own land and under your own roof. You never let anyone disrespect you in your own property, and especially if you're the one who's doing the heavy lifting and paying the bills. You just don't tolerate that. That's a, that's a deal breaker. And if someone does not get that, um, then you need to show them the door because I don't care what generational problem, quote unquote, there might be. If somebody cannot deal with you or treat you with the basic uh, ration of respect, then there's a problem, okay? You're communicating to them that you can be walked on. And maybe there's a problem there too. Maybe you need to get with your wife and you need to talk to her and have her talk to them. Or, or maybe even better, communicate just through your, your demeanor, your mannerisms, your words, your posture, your actions that you're not going to be messed with. You're not going to allow yourself to be uh, abused or talked down to or, or condescended to by anybody. And people will pick up on that. They'll get that. Now, the other thing that he talks about this, the idea that uh, I feel like I'm running in place and I'm never getting ahead and it's hard. And I, okay, that's that's another problem. And that's a problem that everybody has. Anyone who's self-employed feels that way, especially in the past five or 10 years. Things are just getting very, very difficult. And, you you know, you can't really listen to a lot of these people on Twitter that are talking about, oh, great, I'm great. I got everything's great. People are always going to talk shit. OK, they're all everybody is going to uh, very rarely are you going to get people that are going to be honest with you and say, yeah, look, it's pretty tough out there. You know, things there's less clients, there's less customers than there used to be. Things are tighter. The margins are thinner. Expenses are, are gone way up. Uh, no one is going very rarely. Are you go, are you going to find people that are going to level with you because they just don't do that? And that's fine, you know, um, but, you know, I don't really have a specific solution for that tough economic times other than you're going to have to find a way. You're going to have to figure it out. You're going to have to use the resources you have to figure out ways to make it happen. Only you can do that. The question is, do you believe in yourself? Do you believe that you're worth investing in yourself to become better? You know, This is the question that you have to decide. And this is a question that only you can answer. Because if you think that you're not worth it, if you don't, if you think that you're not suitable for the self-employment route, then you should go work for Kinney Shoes. Okay, you should go work for the government. You should go work for some job where you've got a paycheck every two weeks, direct deposited in your account, and you've got the security, and you know that everything's going to be taken care of, and you've got your benefits and whatnot. And if that's the life that you want, then there's nothing wrong with that. You should go do that. But you're going to have to make a decision that either you stay with the self-employment route and you deal with the uncertainties of that, okay, and your in-laws have to shut their mouth, mouths and deal with that, or you go work for Kenny Shoes. So you're going to have to decide. And the, the key question that, that that choice hinges on is you. What do you think? 
Do you have the confidence? Do you have the self-esteem? Do you have the stability? Do you have the mental toughness? Do you have the wherewithal to do it? What about you? Have you, have you looked at yourself in the mirror? Do you believe in you? Your wife believes in you. She's still with you. Your, your customers who hire you to do construction jobs and carpentry jobs, they believe in you. Well, what do you believe? Do you believe in yourself? So these are the questions that you have to ask. And once you answer those, then you'll know what to do. All right, that's enough for now. I'm Quintus Curtius. You guys have a good weekend. Talk soon.